Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masachat Sukkah, Davchaf Gimel Amud Bet, in the middle of our discussion about the machloka between our mayor of Yehuda about using animals uh, as walls. Our mayor said you may not. We had a machloka tamoraim why, uh, whether or not it's gzera shemativrach or shematamut. And we have Abaye, Rameir Chayish Lamita Rabbi Yehuda Lo Chayish. So Abaye's take is that Rameir was concerned the animal may die. And the other position said, Mita Lo Shicha. But according to Abaye, Rameir, that was Mayor's concern. And Rabbi Yehuda did not have such a concern. You could set up an animal as a wall for a sukkah or a lachi or pasebi rot, etc. Golu a kever. And we're not concerned that it's going to die. But is that true? But none. But Yisrael Shinisei Lekohein. So a non-Kohanic girl marries a Kohen and her husband goes off on a trip. She can continue eating truma with the assumption, we assume here she has no kids uh, yet, that the assumption is that he's still alive. And we challenge that with the following. A fellow gives a get to his wife and says, this get is valid one hour before I die. She may not eat truma immediately because, let's say she's married to a coin, because he may die within the next hour and then the get happens now. What did Abai say? He flips it and he says the uh, latter uh, statement uh, about is really authored by Rabbi Yehuda who's Choshesh Lamita. And the Mishnah is a Rameir who says, we don't, we're not concerned that somebody's going to die. Unless we know they're dead, we have no reason to think that. And how is it This is a case, we've seen this numerous times, where a fellow buys wine from the Kutim, who are not careful about separating Trumotomas' throat when they sell, and you took it just before Shabbat and did not have a time have time to be mafrish before Shabbat, you can say, uh, the two lugim that I'm going to leave over at the end, that'll be truma, the ten are going to be and the nine are going to be Shani, et cetera. And then, you could drink right away, divrei Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda Shimon Osrim. So it sounds like Rabbi Yehuda is the one who, uh, who is concerned that the, uh, and as we later develop our understanding of that machloket, it's that the mayor is not concerned that the plug on the wine is going to open up, and that all the wine will flow out at the end, and in the end you will have drunk without separating Shemot Masrot, and that Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yosef, and Shimon are concerned. So we see that Rabbi Yudah is concerned about something odd happening to mess things up, or mayor is not. So we say, Epoch. So now flip it. Rameir Chayish Lamita. Rabbi Yudah, Lo Chayish Lamita. Because we know that Rameir actually is the one who's Choshesh Lamita. And therefore we're going to do an Epoch on that, on the bright about the, uh, about the wine. The Tanya. Right? So now we have our thing where Rabbi, where Rameir allows an animal. Uh, Rameir does not allow an animal, and Rabbi Yudah does allow an animal as a wall for the sukkah. Because Hashem Rameir to Rameir. So Rameir seems to be a contradiction. So we now have an answer. The two really aren't comparable. That an animal might die, that's common. Every animal is going to die at some point. But that the plug on the on the uh, barrel is going to open up and break, that's not common. Perhaps you'll even hand it to somebody who keep an eye on it, make sure it doesn't happen. And by the way, even if it breaks, you can catch the wine. 
So now we have the problem with Rabbi Yehuda. So the answer is, Tamar Rabbi Yehuda, Lam Mishum Lechayish to Pekiyat HaNod. Rabbi Yehuda's reason is not because he's concerned about Pekiyat HaNod. Shum Deloy Be'Brayra. Because that entire issue of the wine is an issue of Brayra, of saying I'm going to have a retroactive designation of Trumot Masrot. Rabbi Yehuda says, I don't hold from Brayra, therefore it wouldn't work. The end of that brayta is, and they said, "Aren't you concerned that the barrel is going to break open?" And therefore, this guy will retroactively be drinking tabel. And Ramir's answer is, "If it breaks, it breaks." But in the meantime, no such concern. We call the chayish of Yehuda and Rabbi Yosef Shimon are all concerned with the kiatanod. The answer is, "No hatam Yehuda the kamar Mayor. That was really Rabbi Yehuda speaking to Rameyer in Rameyer terminology. Ledidi, Rabbi Yehuda said, according to me, lately Breira, the whole question doesn't start. This is not a possible thing, because I do not accept Breira. I did not to Yish Breira. You hold the Yish Breira, and therefore the retroactive designation will work. But there's another consideration. Don't you consider Rameyer that the plug might break? And he said, well, if it breaks, it breaks. But I'm not concerned. So now, We've explained Rameyer's position. Rameyer is concerned an animal may die, because every animal is going to die. But he's not concerned about Bikiat HaNod. Rabbi Yehuda himself is also not Chosheshto Bikiat HaNod. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda seems to come out okay. He's not concerned for either. But is this really true? Rabbi Yehuda famously in the first Mishnah in Yoma says not only do we have an understudy for the coin Godel for Yom Kippur, we even have an understudy wife because the coin Godel has to be married on Yom Kippur and therefore we have an extra wife in case Shema Tamutishto, maybe his wife will die. Yeah, that's a special case because if you keep poor, we have an extra uh, precaution built in, but not normally. And therefore, normally, Rabbeinu is not Choshesh Tamita, Rabbeinu is Choshesh Tamita, Pehima, and we go from there. Now, the two opinions, you have to say that an animal really is a valid mechitza, and it's just we don't allow it because of those considerations. Um, Rameir said you also can't use an animal as a golel, meaning a cover over a grave. But it should become tamay as a golel. Alana tanan. So I have the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda metamei mishum golel. Rameir metayer. Rameir says it's not even metamei as a golel. He said, any mechitza that can stand up uh, when there's a wind to it, it's not a mechitza. Let's see what this means. Slightly easier formulation to understand. A natural mechitza that's not made by man is not a mechitza. So my benayu, ki benayu du'ugma benod tafuach. Um, if you, uh, the difference between the two positions would be if you set up a mechitza, um, uh, in, if he made a mechitza, which he sort of blew up, it's kind of like an inflated, uh, mechitza. And on the one hand, it's a mechitza, and just to clarify, the phrasing mechitza, omeret peruach, in a mechitza means a mechitza that stands on its own without any external support is not a mechitza. So an animal would be like that. And therefore, by the way, Rameir's position would be on a Doraita level. And the other version is that, if it's not man-made, it's not a mechitza. Again, on a Doraita level. 
Where would they disagree? If you filled it up with air. So on the one hand, this one stands without any external help. But if according to the position it says it's not man-made, this one is man-made. Okay, so they quote Rabbi Yosei at the end of our Mishnah saying, you not only can you not use, as Rebeir said, an animal for a wall, etc., but you also can't write a get on it. What's his reason? You write a, a, a writ of excision. How do I know I can write on anything? You write it. Anything you can write on. Just like a parchment is dead. It's not food. Anything else that is not alive and not food, you can write on. Rabbanon's answer is, If the Torah had said, write Basefer, then you'd be right. That means Sefer has to recount, to retell what's happened. This guy said to that girl, right, you're now on your own. Rabbanon, so what do Rabbanon use V'chatav for? Since they already said you could write on anything, because Sefer means Firat Tvarim, anything you can recount it on, what's V'chatav for? The, the only vehicle for divorce is, is writing. Because after all, in Kiddushin, consistently, we have the comparison of Kiddushin and Gerushin through Vyatsav Ha'itah. Just like Kiddushin happens to Gesef, Ha'vitziah B'Kesef. So Kamash Palan, that it doesn't work. Rabbi Yosei Glili, Ha'isfarim and Ali. Where does Rabbi Yosei Glili get that from? Misefer Kritut Nafkalei. So this fact that it says Sefer Kritut, meaning Sefer Kortav and Dabar Acher Kortav. The only thing that will excise is the writ. And Rabbanans say, Kritut is there to teach that the, there can be no conditions on the get that carry over forever. There has to be at some point a, a complete separation. If you make a condition that the get is valid as long as she doesn't ever drink wine or ever go back to her father's house or whatever it is, forever, ain't a Kritut, that's no good. If it's a condition for 30 days, as an example, I'll raise a kritut, because there's a point at which they're cannot get disconnected. agrees with that halacha, but he gets it from the extra phrase kritut. And the Rabbanan say, kritut is all the same, there's no big thing in the difference, and therefore uh, we get the halacha from the word kritut alone. And um and Vachatav is to, to tell us that Bikhtiva Mitkaresha and Mitkaresha at Pikasev. We'll pause at this point, we'll pick it up with the next Mishnah Sesikotobi Nailanot. Uh in the meantime we should have a wonderful day.